0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Be The Frequency podcast. I'm your host, Shalane Carter, and this podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wealth, quantum physics, and spirituality. I help bring you practical tools to be able to understand and utilize the subtle energy realms to work for you to create the most abundant life i have been everything from a single mom living off food stamps being a makeup artist and feeling so lost to building a six-figure business attracting the love of my life traveling the world and feeling incredibly aligned with my purpose here on earth with my background in healing and being on the road to getting my phd in integrative medicine myself along with many other incredible guests are going to share with you how to actually change your habits And shift your frequency so you can begin to live the life that you know you were meant to. Are you ready to take the quantum leap? Let's do this. Welcome back, everyone. I am so happy to be here. If you are listening on the Be the Frequency podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am, let me just adjust this real quick. Okay, cool. uh, I'm very excited. I had a, Kind of this element of um, what I felt, what felt like to me, several downloads kind of right in a row. Uh, so sometimes it's kind of like, oh, what am I? You know, I, so anyways, I have this note of basically all of these things that I am, need to share with you. And, um, usually when my, um, spirit kind of speaks or my spirit guides kind of give me these, these things in which I I need to share, um, they often go away quickly. So if I don't write them down, sometimes I can't remember. Um, if you've ever had a session with me, I think this is one of the funniest things about sometimes channeling messages is that a lot of times, because it's not your, your, thoughts per se it's not necessarily me thinking these thoughts it's truly something that feels very received if you follow if you um you know call me two or three days later and you're like hey what was this thing that um that you told me that I needed to do I'm like yeah I don't remember (laughs) no clue it's gone it's gone literally like a lot of times after I do these practices at the end of every session where I kind of wash it away I wash any energy that is not mine away and off my body so that I'm a clean and clear vessel for for the next clients and to move throughout my day so I don't hold on to energy. And when I do that, literally all of that usually goes with me. I'm like, no clue, no clue. So anytime I kind of get a download load like this, it feels very much the same. So, One of the the things that um, I was told that I need to speak to you a little bit about is the the difference between uh, there's a lot of conversation, a lot of culture, a lot of rise in awareness around healing, kind of what that looks like. And in the last episode, we actually talked about the layers of trauma and what that we all have trauma. We all have trauma. It may not look the same. It may not manifest the same. We may not cope the same. That's not the point. The point is that we all have experiences that we could not emotionally um, process in the moment. And that then manifests as trauma because you have all these coping things that your body does to basically create safety and create homeostasis. You're your nervous system is always trying to regulate itself to a baseline. The problem is when it's constantly activated, your baseline often changes. And so it may be on more than it's off. um, And there's not that sense of balance. So I want to talk to you a little bit today about the difference, because a lot of people think that this is synonymous and it is not. The difference between healing and like spiritual development. Is what I was told I needed to to phrase this as, because a lot of times healing can lead to spiritual development, but that is not always the case. And so I want to differentiate a little bit the two so that you can identify kind of where you are on your journey and actually where your desired destination is, because not destination as in like, once you get there, but kind of what it's like, if you're going to, you know, if I'm going to take a road trip, there's several ways to get there, which way is the most important, which way is going to be the most beneficial for me. It's going to vary. And depending on what things are important for you are, is going to be the difference. So healing is the practices in which you look at patterns of behavior. You look at patterns of, um, the way your responses, both in physical, mental, emotional, um, I guess that's three, it's not both. <laughs> but you look at kind of the way in which you live your life and the way that you respond to your environment. And you're like, these things are creating problems for me, they're creating dissonance, they're creating issues. So I want to work through these things now. Um, spiritual development is different. So a lot of times you can look at those things and you can work on those things. That doesn't necessarily always mean you're intentionally moving the needle as far as the the evolution of your spirit. Um, This is part of the reason that I created my one-on-one mentorship program where we do healing as well as development work in, within entrepreneurship and whatever your business is, is because the, the, the healing can allow you to live a happy life. Healing can make you feel more aware of who you are. Now, when you look at it from a spiritual development, you're actually becoming more aware of the subtleties and really fine tuning your awareness of different frequencies. And from that perspective, a lot of times healing is, it becomes more than just, I don't want this problem anymore. You start to actually look at some of these problems as the way in which they helped you develop. The way in which they helped you to grow, the way in which, even though it may have been a quote unquote negative experiences, which there is no such thing, that's only perception. Um, and people will argue and they're like, well, rape is bad, war is bad. Yes, those things are bad. They're terrible for those in the experience. But sometimes what people glean from those experiences is needed in order to change the world. <laughs> The way the world has shifted and changed has not been which is unfortunate but it gets to the point of war and that's the only way we see to make change if we we can make change in peaceful ways like gandhi like martin luther king there are lots of examples of those but they are not the majority yet yet you guys yet but i believe we're on the precipice of of some of those things starting to change Um, however, those oftentimes the bad shit that happens in our lives really create a catalyst for us to change. Now, when you are on a a journey of more spiritual development and you're really looking at how life is playing into your favor, because it always is, you're always manifesting. Did you know that? Were you truly aware that everything that you have in your life, even the shitty things? Did you know that? And again, people will be like, well, what about child abuse? 100%, do you think that they set out and were like, you know what? I really want to be abused. 100%, no. Okay. If you're watching this on YouTube, you kind of see me like, <laughs> I have a, a slight roll of the eyes, I guess. Um, nobody would choose some of those experiences. Nobody chooses to be in a car crash that so leaves them a quadriplegic when they were, you know, pro athletes or they really enjoyed running or just in general. But often the things that create a lot of friction in our life, I know. Often before we come to, before you come to your body, you know that there is potential for some of these things. Yeah, potential for some of the bad shit. When I look at some of the things that have happened in my life and some of the scenarios that I've put myself in, even though they were bad and people, other people did bad things, I look at and I'm like, there were so many choices that I made to lead me to this point. You know, children don't necessarily do that, but they do choose the body that they come into which means they choose the family which means they choose the relatives which means they choose the weird you know person in the family tree that abuses children and they know that that's a potential and they know from that that allow can allow them to have significant spiritual growth Have you ever um, delved into reincarnation or the laws of karma you really start to you look at the way in which life unfolds for you differently um i wish i could remember um the author of this this book that i read on karma that it basically says typically you have which it's hard when you oh, When you translate for for spirit, everything is um, often um, metaphoric because usually it's speaking to your subconscious and your subconscious understands metaphors very quickly because it's not analytical thinking. So it's not problem solving. So it really speaks in metaphors, relational. And this particular book says you have roughly 800 lives, basically gets you to enlightenment. Now that could be eight. Okay, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, but each life really develops particular spiritual, um, particular qualities that gets you closer and closer to developing the sense of equanimity, kind of through through everything. And when people look at um, what I think is so funny is people look at monks or spiritual leaders and they think that they must not have any problems and that things don't bother them. I will tell you something uh, from who I've spoke to the life of choosing to be in isolation, you know, and things like that, as difficult as that is, what is more difficult is to actually be with people and constantly be triggered. So you were actually quite brave in choosing to be amongst people to constantly having to evolve. So if you're really looking for healing, healing makes the reactivity, the, Um, feeling lost or hopeless or some of the other um, emotional things that can come from it depression anxiety things like that that can come from these experiences that are trapped in the body when you begin to heal those emotion trapped emotions you begin to liberate parts of who you are So you may begin to feel a lot more free and things like that. Now, spiritual development. A lot of people, when they have that, they often get on the road of spirituality because they start to find meaning in things that they never really felt meaning before. They start to see things beyond. They see the forest beyond the trees. And so spiritual development is really looking at your life and everything within your life and how it interplays. And you start to see truly how the little things like, I mean, the... uh, the detail in which you start to observe your life, the presence in which you start to experience that is really where you're looking at spiritual development, where you're looking at growth, where you start to become much more in tune with your intuition, where you start to um, pick up on people's thoughts and can kind of read their minds. And, and um, uh, there's a whole um, section. When I uh, went through yoga teacher training, there's a whole section on, yoga powers is literally what it's called um but it's basically some of these abilities that we think are very far-fetched but they're not they're not when you tap into these frequencies this you know being able to um you know again like read people's minds levitate all of those things that you think of as mystical are really not and and i would say jesus would be one of the primary examples turning water into wine like having the ability to truly be able to molecularly change something which if you follow oh what is his name i feel like whenever i go to recall something on the spot it's feels a little distant sometimes um Oh, he's Japanese, I believe. Um, anyways, he does all these studies with water and about how the words and intentions that are spoken into the water change the molecular structure as it, as it freezes. So that is a prime example of how, again, your thoughts, your energy affect things on a structural level, how they really start to change things. And if you think you don't have that power, you are wrong, my friend. You're wrong. You have attracted everything into your life. So if you start to look at things and you're like, well, I wouldn't attract like struggling with weight or I wouldn't attract, um, why would I attract like all these money problems that I'm having? What haven't you learned yet? Okay, so take money for example. Do you avoid looking at your bank account? Do you pinch every penny? Do you like start to look at some of your behaviors and habits and your beliefs around money, career, whatever? whether that's health, whether that's weight, whatever it is. And then really start to look at the other way that people notice, pay attention to the way that other people talk about money, that other people relate to their jobs, that other people relate to things like that. You start to begin to become aware that your perception is not reality. It is only your perception of the experience. And so the spiritual growth allows you to look at all of these behaviors, beliefs. It's not just about the big things that physically happen to us that create trauma, but you really start to look at some of the emotional things and how those are actually the catalyst for growth. And so um, in a program that I'm working on now, um, I will actually be teaching you how to actually tap into and feel for energy, how to, um, we'll be having exercises to build your intuition and things like that, because it's not about that once you do this, all your problems are solved, it's continuous, you continue to learn through the, the layers of your experience. But what happens is when you start to tune into that, when you really start to focus on spiritual growth, the world starts to unfold itself to you, answers start to be shown things where you maybe felt resistance, you start to see where the the treasure actually is, right? Sometimes, when you think about what, like, if a, um, an archaeologist, you know or or somebody who's um you know uh never mind um somebody who is looking up you know bones they're having to dig through some of these layers but they know that it's under there they're like i think it's in this area these are other signs this is why i think this they have this kind of hypothesis of why this would maybe be a good area for this you know and it's kind of that's kind of like the same thing in your life like i feel some of these things i know this is available to me but i haven't actually Touch it yet it doesn't feel tangible it doesn't feel real but what are some ways that i can do that i can start to take away some of these layers i can start to look at uh, and sometimes the dirt falls back in you gotta you gotta push it back out and you got to you know kind of rope it off create some boundaries around your feelings or around you know different experiences in which you put yourself in and um, whether that be with family or friends and when that starts to happen you really start to unveil and you're like oh i start to see this and you may not see all of the nuances right of this particular let's say fossil fossil that you're you're digging up your your you know, true potential or whatever you're trying to see your true root of your money issue, but you kind of start to invest in those things. You hire a team. That's why people hire healers. It's not that I do something that you can't do for yourself, but I help you get there faster because I can see your potential. I can see the forest through the trees where you're having a hard time seeing past the trees. So if you're, you can do both these things. People are like, well, I don't really want like a, I don't want to practice yoga. I don't want. Um, like I, I don't want to cleanse my crystals by the moon. Like that's, doesn't really interest me, but I have all this emotional shit. People still come to me for healings of that nature. We really look into the subconscious. We look into what is being stored. That's really preventing them from feeling their, their highest and best self. Um, and then I have those who are like, I want practices and prana rituals that, um, prana rituals, prana is, um, often in, in Ayurvedic or, um, yogic terms energy uh it's often referred to as as chi as well um you know vital life force is another one it doesn't matter the name that you call it the point is rituals that increase your energy there's a reason and a and a i have another episode of this on rituals um so if you haven't already you should go back and listen to that one because it's phenomenal talking about rituals there are ritual. there's a reason why you're drawn to certain things, certain rituals, like coffee in the morning, things like that. Why do you think that is? And there, there's a reason why people kind of joke about the yoga high. It's, it's truly not a joke. It really does increase your energy. And so you feel a lot more clarity. You feel lighthearted. Your energetic body has cleansed, you've cleansed it through breath and movement. And there are lots of other ways to do that. And so what I do is help them create these rituals that really increase their prana that that help them tap into a little bit more of the the frequencies and really paying attention to some of the subtleties. It's not necessarily, yes, we do the healing work, but it is more than that. So you can do the healing, right? If you're create if you and I think a lot of people that struggle sometimes with being like, well, I go to church and I believe in God. And I was like, well that has nothing to do with healing. I also believe in a God source. Source, universe, God. It's all the same. Your structure around what you believe God to be is your perception. But there is life force. There's source energy in all of us. We all are source. And I think some of the times that you really kind of feel that, you know, when you feel um, you just feel overwhelmed with like love. You know, I noticed this like when babies are born. Like you're just like you become so overwhelmed with so much love like that type of energy is basically what a healer provides is this potential that's what you're marveling at that's what the you know it kind of takes your breath away a bit of what you're marveling at is this new life this true potential that's innocent and is pure love and so doing healing work it gets you back to truly pure love what you were born with and what you have forgotten all it is is a remembering of your true self now if you're wanting spiritual development and really kind of paying attention to those types of things and being able to tap into different frequencies and being able to understand energy a little bit more that is more spiritual development those are prana you know rituals in which that increase your prana that that really help help you elevate your human experience that's spiritual development so there's two different you can do one without the other you don't have to do them both so if you're curious about healing if you're curious about spiritual development if you are actually if you're like oh that program sounds great i'd really I want to learn more about energy. I want to learn how to manipulate. And, um, and I don't say that in like a negative term. I know sometimes it has a negative connotation, but manipulate as in tap into other frequencies, tap into other timelines, be able to shift timelines in which you're experiencing things, which is just a frequency. Go ahead and, and shoot me an email, gmail.com, Or you can always, um, if you have questions about it, you know, find me on instagram ask me ask me i'd be happy to to kind of give you more awareness and more information so that you can really develop your spiritual gifts but also become closer to who you are and really um develop to your your truest potential which is really what i want for all of you i want all of you to understand the love that is within you you've just forgotten just forgotten so i love you all my friends cheers